Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss and beyond. Remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So be sure to seek medical support from a qualified health professional. Welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. I have two fun announcements that I want to share with you today. Number one is we have over 115,000 downloads of this podcast. That is a number that blows my mind. Thank you to all of you for listening every week, for sharing, for recommending the podcast to your friends and family. I truly appreciate your support and I love being on this journey with you. So, um, It's just wonderful. I'd love if you continue to share this podcast with others. And if you haven't already, please rate and review on your podcast streaming platform. That really, really helps the searchability of the podcast so that others can find it. Thank you so much. All right. And the second announcement is a personal announcement. I am putting it out there for all of you to hear and I'm making it very real for myself. I have signed up to run a marathon, full distance, 42 kilometers. Honestly, it feels like an impossible goal, but I've registered. It's coming up April 28th. I've got a training plan and I'm starting to visualize myself actually completing it. I'm so pumped about this. And I want to share with you how this happened. And then I'm gonna share with you some of the lessons that I've learned over the past little while as well. So we moved to a new neighborhood in August and I joined a run club. And it's a bunch of moms around the same age as me all busy, all juggling multiple kids and work and all really awesome runners. But there's also like a huge range. So you can go at whatever pace. Some people are walking, some people have strollers, some people are running, you know, at a faster pace. But there, a lot of them are really, really good runners. And I mean, there is a solid group of at least 10 of them who routinely meet up and run 25 to 30 kilometers on a Saturday morning. Like it's just the norm. These are women who are doing Ironmans and they are running marathons and half marathons like all the time, right? It's just like what they do. And when you get around people who normalize doing hard things, you start to think that maybe you can do it too, right? So prior to a couple months ago, like a full marathon would not have been even within the realm of possibility or like in my imagination, not even a thought. It has always been something that other people do, that people who are much better runners than me do. Honestly, like my whole running life, since my early 20s, I have disqualified myself from the idea of running a marathon. Like I've done half marathon distance, but that was it. And that was like, you know, in my 20s. Currently I'm running like a five to 10K, right? So not on my radar, but I joined this group and suddenly it's something that other people are doing And I've decided, you know what? Maybe it's possible for me too. And maybe it's just a matter of setting my mind to it and then training for it and going for it. You know that saying that you become like the people you spend time with? Well, I love that I've put myself around these women who are super inspiring, but also very normal. And it's elevated my own view of myself and what is possible for me. There is a reason that I'm sharing all of this. So I want to share some of the lessons that I've learned, and I think this is going to help you as well. So here are three lessons that I've learned from joining this running club. Number one, 
be around people who inspire you and push you, even if that's uncomfortable. All right, if you've been around for a while with me in this podcast, you may know I have social anxiety. And if you haven't heard me talk about this, well, now you know, I have social anxiety. Okay, so I love public speaking. I love like teaching to big groups, but socializing like on a personal level with crowds, it's just like not my forte, not my jam. I love the one-on-one connection. I do not like meeting people in a large group. It's not my comfort zone. So joining this run club, has required that I embrace being very uncomfortable. Honestly, there have been some weeks where I've been driving there and I'm like, my mind is just racing with, will I have anyone to run to, run next to today? What am I gonna talk about? Like, I don't know how to connect with these girls, like all the mind drama. But I still show up and embrace the discomfort because it allows me to push myself, not just within fitness and running, but also in my personal growth. Like I want to overcome my social anxiety. I think it's something that's always going to be a part of me. Like I just don't love socializing in large groups, but I'm not going to let that stop me because I'm not willing to let my discomfort be something that stops me from doing the things that I want to do. And I will sometimes hear this from my clients. Like I want to go to the gym, but I'm afraid everyone's going to be looking at me or judging me. Or I'd love to join an exercise class, but I don't know anyone and it's uncomfortable or awkward. 100%. Let it be awkward. I don't have a solution for you that's going to make it less awkward. I'm going to just propose that you let it be awkward and don't make the awkward a problem, right? So you let yourself feel uncomfortable and I promise you, you won't die, right? And in learning to be uncomfortable, you will grow stronger. And that's what I've done, right? I've just allowed myself to be uncomfortable. Like I went to a party, like I'm okay with running because we have something mutual to talk about, right? We talk about our races and running and we talk about being parents. But recently they had a party, like, you know, a lot of women. There's probably at least 40 women there that I don't know very well in a totally social setting. And I went there and I was so uncomfortable the whole time and had a whole lot of mind drama about like, all of them know each other and I don't, and I look so awkward and I don't know what to say. And I'm standing by myself and all of that, right? Like it's normal. We all have these thoughts and I just showed up and did it anyway. And I was like, yep, that's just it. I'm just going to feel uncomfortable and I'm just going to do it anyhow. So I encourage you, right? If you, if that, if like, kind of resonate with that, I encourage you to put yourself around people who inspire you in an area that you're needing to grow, even if you are really uncomfortable. Okay. That could be for you. Maybe it's like going to a new art class. It could be joining a walking group. It could be signing up for an exercise class, um, at your gym, right? You will be better off for it. All right. Number two, be inspired. Don't compete. I will sometimes hear women say things like, Oh, I don't like hearing other people's wins. It just makes me feel more like a failure. I honestly think that's really sad, right? I get it. It's human. It's normal, but it's also really sad because perspective is everything. Like we can look at someone else's win and be so happy for them and be inspired and be like, yeah, like why not me as well, right? If they can do it, I can do it. Or we can look at someone else and feel envious and defeated and think, woe is me, which is fully the victim mindset, right? So which one do you choose? There are women in this running group who run at a sub five minute per kilometer pace and maintain that for marathon distance. Okay, if you have no idea what you're talking about, like what numbers I'm talking about, that's really irrelevant. 
just to give you a frame of reference, I literally feel like I'm all out sprinting to hit sub five, okay? And they just run this for the full 42 kilometers. I'm just not there right now in my training. And that is okay. I can cheer them on and be amazed at what is possible, but also recognize that the, the dedication that they've put in to get there, right? It doesn't, it's not just like you don't train at all and you show up and you can do that, right? They put in a lot of hard work. And so I can decide that I'm gonna push myself a little bit harder today than I did yesterday, right? So I encourage you to just notice if you ever look around and you feel competition or jealousy or envy, or you feel worse about yourself because of what other people are accomplishing, just notice you don't have to judge yourself for it. It's very human, but it is an opportunity to remind yourself that, you know what, I can be so happy for other people's accomplishments and it can be something I use to fuel me in what I want to accomplish and where I want to go for myself and just decide that you can put your mind to it. So be inspired, don't compete. And my third learning point is set big goals, but really important caveat, you have to enjoy the journey. Aiming for something big, like running a full marathon, gives your brain something to focus on and work on. But here's the key, is setting a big goal is amazing, but you also have to truly love the process and enjoy the journey. So for example, now that I have a race that I'm training for, I'm fully focused on preparing for that April 28th date. Yes, it's on April 28th for anyone who wants to cheer me on or send me good vibes, I welcome it. Um, so my spare time is like looking up the best running shoes, gels, training plans. I'm planning what, like when I'm going to run tomorrow so I can stick with my training plan. I'm following my training plan to the T. Like I'm not missing any days. I'm visualizing myself preparing for those longer distances and like the mental fortitude it's going to take to get in that many miles. And it all is all so much fun because every single step that I take is developing my confidence that I'm on the right path. And the human brain gets a real kick out of accomplishment and mastery. So I encourage you to like set a big goal for yourself and then get excited about the journey of accomplishing that goal. That's really key. Because here's where I see people struggling when you try to apply this principle to weight loss. They will set a big goal like, I'm gonna lose 50 pounds over the next six months but they stop there. They fixate on the goal, but they don't fall in love with the process. They don't fall in love with every day, waking up and taking care of your body, nourishing your body well. The joy of not putting junk into your body um, because your body's worth caring for. Like there's actual joy in that, but so many people get caught up in like, oh, this is no fun, I'm missing out, right? So there's also people who will do like restrictive diets that feel terrible or they'll set really unrealistic plans for themselves and then beat themselves up when they fail. This is a terrible way to accomplish a big goal. I've also spoken to a lot of women who will tell me things like, I try to eat well, but if the scale doesn't go down, I get discouraged and I think, what's the point? This is a perfect example of someone with a diet culture mentality, like someone who's been brainwashed by diet culture to think that your body is only worth caring for if the scale goes down, right? You need to learn to value yourself and your body enough to care for it, regardless of the scale. If you trash your body because the scale doesn't tell you what you want it to, like you have not learned the value of your body and you have not learned the value of enjoying the process of caring for your body. And I would encourage you to do that. 
coming back to my example. So here's the thing. It's entirely possible that I won't finish the marathon. Like that is, that is a possibility. I may get injured in the next few months. I may realize I'm not ready to run the full 42 kilometers a few weeks before race day. I don't know. What I do know is that I am loving getting up every day, focusing on fueling my body well, getting my miles in, pushing my pace, setting up runs with friends, reaching out for accountability, being surrounded by a community of women who are motivated to do all the same things. Yes, the goal is awesome, but honestly, that is one day, right? April 28th is one day. What is so much more important is every single day from now until then and beyond that I'm going to show up and be my best. Like that's exciting. And my question is like, what does that look like for you? Right? What does it look like for you to get excited every day about being your best and pushing yourself a little bit more perhaps, or just caring for yourself a little bit better? I wonder if you have been fixated on a goal, but not loving the journey of getting there. Is there something you need to switch up for yourself so that you enjoy the process of becoming instead of waiting to arrive? All right, think about that. I hope this was helpful. I'm gonna be sharing more about my race training over the next few months because this is a big deal for me. My first ever marathon, I'm bringing you along for the ride. I'm sure I'll have lots more like learning lessons. I feel like there's so much opportunity for growth and learning when you're running that many miles and having to like commit to that and sacrifice some things for that. And if you're a runner, I would love any tips that you want to share. So you can email me at sasha at sashahighmd.com. That would be really fun. And as I say goodbye for today, I want to remind you to do something that honors your body today. All right. I will talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.